Welcome to the Mac Geek Gab for the week of June 20th, 2005. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to the Mac Geek Gab. This is our second edition. Uh, I am here. I am Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com. And I'm here with another one of our writers, John F. Braun, or John Braun, as he likes to be called in the podcasting world. Hi, John. How are you? <laughs> Very good, Dave. Uh, I am also uh, John at MacObserver.com. Don't forget that. MacObserver.com. MacObserver.com. That's, right. Mac That's the, the, the watchword for the evening. Oh, we have an email for for the uh, for the podcast, right? Yeah, we we uh, I, you know it, it. I am absolutely amazed at how well things went, considering that uh, last last week, of course, was our first week doing this, uh, at least publicly, anyway. And the response we got was amazing. We you know we have all kinds of people listening to this thing. We got email from all kinds of folks out there. There were some Mac celebrities that wrote in, and and I have to tell you. You Mac celebrities, you're in good company here because you have now joined the ranks of TMO readership, and that's a special place to be. Of course, if you were already here, you know this, but uh, but you, you you are lucky people to be listening to this podcast because you are listening to it with a lot of other great TMO readers, and we all, on behalf of those readers, I'd like to welcome you to our little family. So... Uh, it, it, as I will, uh, I will rehash what it is that we do here because my guess is that uh, at least some of you are listening to this for the first time. John and I are Mac geeks. Uh, we are geeks, though, first and foremost, and now we are Mac geeks, but uh, our geekiness goes way, way back. John and I have known each other for a long time, and we like to have chats. And we, as it turns out, we found, like a, we found a lot of people listening to our chats. So we decided to do this podcast, and... As part of this podcast, we will bring you stuff that is of interest to Mac geeks, usually Mac-related, but not necessarily uh, specific to the Mac, though, uh, though most of it will be. So, uh, John, do you have any announcements to make before we get, get into the meat of what, what it is we're doing here? No, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm ready to get to that, though. Though we are geeks, so... You know, we'll do what we can to uh, to speak um, English, but sometimes it may the, the geek scale may get pretty pretty high, and some people may not understand what we're talking about. But we'll we'll try to pull back from those. We, we, well, yeah, we'll try to keep an eye on or an ear on uh, what it is we're talking about, and hopefully translate that into human as best we possibly can for you. Um, speaking of our readership, which we were before, I, I was looking uh, being a geek. Uh, I was looking at our logs this week, John. And I noticed that nearly half the people listening to this podcast are doing so right in their web browser. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Uh, it is a, an acceptable way to do things, obviously. It works. You can hear the show, and you're right there. You can go right to the web while we mention things and check out the show notes and go and see whatever it is we're talking about or do whatever it is you want to do. But one of the beautiful things about podcasting is the ability to time shift your content. Being able to take this show or really any other show and download it either to your Mac or to your iPod or any other MP3 player. The show is released in MP3 format, very open, very very supported, and 
take it with you or listen to it whenever you want to listen to it. Maybe when you're not online, maybe when you're in the car or when you're jogging or whatever it is you do with your time. <laughs> As such, John and I have decided tonight to focus our show, at least the talk topic of our show, on what's commonly referred to as pod catching, i.e. recording the podcast, downloading the podcast to your computer and, and then taking it from there. So at, the way one pod catches is you download and set up a, a pod catcher, which it also falls under the realm of an RSS aggregator, though that's a really geeky term for something that checks out RSS feeds, lets you know when they're updated, and if you configure it to do so, goes ahead and downloads the content automatically. Everybody's got their favorite RSS reader. Uh, I will let John take the introduction here to tell us about his, and then we'll continue the discussion from there. Okay, and as Dave pointed out, if you're just clicking on uh, on the MB3 file, there's a lot of things that you can do to uh, really enhance the experience. Um, the one that I like, um, a lot of, uh, you know, based on looking at our logs, a lot of people are using this one. Um, iPodder, just regular iPodder. It um, has a uh, yellow lemon associated with it, so it's uh, kind of eye-catching. And I guess uh, our friend Adam Curry, who many credit to be the father of iPodding, or at least he uh, I just, did something I, with it early on. I know it's, 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 it's kitschy and all that, but I do love the term podfather. I just think it's... Really <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> the podfather. <laughs> okay, um, so... I actually started with version 1.0 of this, and it was um, it was pr pretty rough. Uh, no icons and all that. Um, ah. It let you do the basics, basically uh, pasting in a uh, um, you know URL for a feed. It typically ends in something like .xml or .php, uh, and then it would sign you up for it. But the the interface was really pretty rough. Um, then the other day, I did download two, uh, and it's a lot v nicer. Version, as far version as two, that is. Version two of iPodder. Okay. Yes. Um, and what are the what are the better. new features? What are the new features that you like? Uh, the layout is a, is a lot nicer. Um, before it, it pretty much was all on, I don't know. All the screens weren't very consistent. These are a lot more consistent. Um, you know, you do get it, it's more visually pleasing. You get the, the names of a lot of things. The columns you can adjust better before things would crash into each other. So you can uh, lay it out so you see what's going on. It has also has links to a, a podcast directory, which is uh, very handy. And then the other thing that I like, which, um, yeah, so that's kind of neat, a live link to, uh, so if you don't know, um, you know, other podcasts other than um, our podcast, uh, this would help you find others. So, uh, so that's Interesting. a nice feature. Um, does it, and scheduling, I like. Ha, oh, tell me about scheduling. What do you mean by scheduling? Um, what some would like to do, or at least what I found myself doing is not always running the application but running it and then putting it in the background and there's a setting for it where you can say okay every x hours check for new stuff if there's new stuff oh okay All right. so i i like that feature and i saw that in in a lot of other programs yeah, that i took sure. a look at sure uh and and does it integrate directly with itunes will it will it beam your stuff over to itunes as soon as you've down as soon as it's downloaded it and all that sort of stuff too yeah, so you can tell it what you what you would like it to do uh, after it is downloaded, whether it's uh, iTunes or, you know, just uh, let it sit there. So that's um, yeah. So it, it's pretty flexible in that regard. Um, Very cool. When it when it yeah, downloads so I like iTunes, it, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you can. Um, yeah, downloads iTunes. Where you're going to ask, can it start playing it? Because I think those are options as well. Okay. 
Okay. And does it pump them all into one playlist or can you have it make different playlists based on the podcast, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, this will make it a uh, different playlist for each uh, each major podcast. So okay. uh, if you like it sorting it that way, then that's you know a good way to do it. Like, for example, what I do is I'll take those, put them into another group called yeah. a podcast, a smart playlist, and then just bring it over my shuffle. Uh, I like using my iPod shuffle for uh, for the uh, podcasts. Interesting. Um, the software so that's I- iPodder. Yeah. Um, the thing about iPodder that I do like is, uh, okay, not too many train wrecks. Um, the thing I like about iPodder is uh, it's also cross-platform, so it is Windows, Mac, and uh, Linux. So, cool. Uh, so that's pretty nice. The, the thing I use is something called Net Newswire, which is more yeah. than just a podcatcher. It is uh, a full RSS reader. And actually, I've been listening or reading RSS feeds longer than I've been listening to podcasts largely because they've been around longer than podcasts have. Uh, but the folks at Ranchero Software who make NetNewsWire built-in podcast support uh, pretty much as soon as they needed to. And what I like about NetNewsWire is it allows me to create groups. Uh, inside NetNewsWire, I can create a group for Mac News and dump 15 feeds into that. I can create a group for periodic news, things that I need to check uh, occasionally, I can create mm-hmm. a group for local news, and then I can create a group for podcasts. And that way I can go into it, look at it very quickly, and say, yep, okay, there's you know 15 new podcasts that I need to check out. I go through. I don't like to have it automatically download my podcasts. Uh, I like to sort mm. of pick and choose. I, I, don't, I don't spend as much time commuting as most folks probably do, so I don't have a whole lot of time, dead time during the day. So I sort of mm-hmm. pick and choose which podcasts it is I listen to. And NetNewsWire does a real good job of, of letting me do that. And then it, just like uh, you, you said with iPodder there, it, it pumps stuff over into iTunes. And it's I, I like it. It works well for me. It, it has more features than your typical podcatcher, but, uh, but it, it works well for me. Another one that I saw was one called iPodder X, which is not to be confused with the iPodder uh, original or iPodder Lemon that, uh, that, that you checked out. One thing I liked about iPodder X, and, and iPodder may do this too, is that it allows you to pull down feeds that are distributed not just in straight MP3 format, but also in BitTorrent format. And for those of you who don't know, BitTorrent is a peer to, sort of a peer-to-peer, it is a peer-to-peer transfer uh, standard where once someone else has downloaded the podcast they then can share it with you directly as opposed to you having to get it, everyone having to get it from the same source. Once other people have it, they basically, and this sort of happens behind the scenes, all share it with one another. So it really cuts down on the bandwidth cost required for someone to produce and distribute a podcast. Uh, Net Newswire does not do uh, BitTorrent, but uh, mm. iPodder X does. And I believe that iPodder Lemon does or, or will shortly. Though, of course, with Apple's iTunes coming with podcasting support soon pretty much if they don't support BitTorrent I think that'll that'll kill it for the the mainstream yeah yeah I heard um, iTunes I heard there's a there's probably going to be a new version soon I'm just guessing well no they've 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 announced it they, they've said that iTunes 4.9 will be out at this point in the next 30 days with uh, with podcasting or pod catching support with with oh, subscriptions excellent. and a directory built in and all that good stuff, which of course will change everything we're talking about now. But mm-hmm. being that so many people were downloading podcasts, uh, or our, uh, downloading our podcast directly from the website, uh, felt like people should know. And and really, before iTunes comes out, 
it's good to know what your other options are so that you can say, yeah, okay, well, I like what iTunes does. It's probably not going to do everything. In typical Apple fashion, they'll, they'll pick one way of doing things and do it extremely well, but it's always mm-hmm. good to know what your options are. So there you go. Yeah, well, it sounds like we found some things that uh, go between our needs, mine being, you know, I'd like it on a regular basis and you, you'd like it individually. Um, That's right. There's another one. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's another one I tried here, um, which looks pretty good. Um, visually, it's very nice. Everything's laid out good. Um, Newsfire. I don't know if you ran across that one. No, I did not. What, what's uh, what's kind of their what's their shtick? What's their claim to fame? On the left here, let's see new items. So it looks like it does scheduled updates. I see these all are like RSS feeds on the left. If we click on them, okay. Yeah, it's just kind of a threaded. Uh, you know, it looks like a threaded RSS reader, but it does okay. download podcasts. And when there's a podcast, I think then it'll, uh, yeah, let you download an MP3. So it's a, it's aware that it, there's an audio attachment. But, it, it's uh, R- it RSS, nice. RSS 2.0 aware for our fellow geeks in the audience. And yes, uh, for those that aren't fellow geeks, like John said, it's aware that there's podcasts and it'll let you pull them down. Yeah. And we haven't That's gotten to, uh, news we're doing audio cast. I'm, uh, I don't think we're ready for video quite yet, though I hear they're out there. I don't know if you've checked any out. Well, somebody the other day told me I had a great face for podcasting, so uh-huh. I, think, I think maybe <laughs> I'll take that advice and stick with it. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anything, we'll else, so, anything else software-wise you, uh, you want to mention podcast-wise, podcatcher-wise, rather, or, or otherwise? No, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, uh, with iPodder right now. Okay. So, um, so it is really neat every time you hot sync that it gets the latest stuff onto uh, onto your device. I think that's really neat. The whole uh, the iTunes integration, you know. yeah, yeah, and you know it embraces the whole concept of the whole uh, time shifting thing, which you and I already like with uh, TiVo. But it's nice to have it also with your audio or your uh, broadcast. I, I will, I will, I will take that as the opportunity to jump into one of our what I believe will someday be patented tangents and and ramble on a bit about TiVo. If if you're getting the whole podcasting thing, and 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 maybe if you don't, or if you hadn't, and now you're listening and you're saying, "Oh wow, I like the idea of time shifting. I like the idea of getting this thing and then playing it when I want to play it, and pausing it, and all that sort of thing." TiVo is effectively that for TV, and if you understand TiVo, then of course podcatchers are that for audio. Uh, TiVo lets you tell it, tell TiVo what it is you want to record, what it is you like tell it i want to get a either a single episode of any given show or i want to get a season pass to this show but i only want new stuff i don't care about reruns and you program it in there and then you forget about it and then when it's time to watch tv when you decide it's time to watch tv you sit down you look at what's in your list and you play it just like with podcasts it's it's once you have it there's no going back and for me it's been the same way with podcasting uh, and pod, and pod and consuming podcasts, listening to them. Once I once I grokked it, once I spent the time and figured it out, I'm not you know talk radio is is history for me. So <laughs> that's uh, and I know you're a TiVo user too, John. So yes, the only problem with both both phenomena is there's uh, not enough hours in the day. That's the problem. Um, yes, especially when you uh, like with the TiVo, do a season pass on something like oh, I don't know, The Simpsons, and a week later you come back and there's fifty episodes, five hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah or you can't humanly watch that. Well, you could try, but then that that would yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> you'd you know, lose your job. Other parts of your life. you'd <laughs> well, have to come work have for a job, us though, more. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So yeah, I think uh, I think we're pretty good on the phenomenon and the software. And uh, yeah, TiVo. I like also the uh, the series two. I'm I'm tempted to buy the series two because oh, Azure, now, now, now they're they, here's a, a deal. Here's, here's the tangent that on the back end ties back into our topic. I like this. TiVo yeah. with the series two, which John mentioned, which of course is the second revision that they've made to TiVo, allows you to play your iTunes library on. Through, uh, through TiVo, so either on your TV speakers or if you have it in your home entertainment system, which you, if you have TiVo, you probably would do, you can play mm -hmm. it through your stereo. And you can actually listen to podcasts in your living room via TiVo from your Mac. And it's yeah. very easy to set up. It's called the home media option. It's now free with your Series 2 TiVo. So that's uh, – I like that. That's the that's the tangent that, that brings us yeah. right back on track. Yeah. And the deal I saw is they're actually throwing in a network adapter, too, either wireless or wired. Really? TiVo's giving you that now? Yeah. Wow. So wow, that's great. I may have to upgrade because I still have the Series 1, which is great because it's all paid for. But uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I may upgrade. So, uh, yeah, you know, one of the shows I've been recording on it a lot, it's your fault, CSI. Oh, great show. Great show. <laughs> yes. and, we can, and we can plug a, a fellow podcaster, Dan Class from The Bitterest Pill, which is one of my favorite podcasts, uh, is, is an, as he calls it, or as the New York Times called it, and I'll, I'll, I'll use their phrase, an underemployed actor. But he was actually just in a, uh, a, a TV promo for CSI. He played a dead body, I believe. But, uh, you know, hey, it's something, right? I, I may have caught that one. Yeah. Yeah, he did really good because nothing about any of the bodies struck me as unusual. So. You didn't see his nasal hairs moving in and out as he bro as he breathed or anything, right? So Oh that episode, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it hasn't been on the episode. I think it was just a just a, a trailer for it. So Okay. So as so, so you mentioned a podcast, do you like uh my tastes right now are more the time shifting sort and I uh I tend to be an NPR listener and uh, also some other things. Well actually Something that harks back to, uh, well, the the days when, well, we won't go into detail, but Twenty Six Hundred Magazine, if you know what that is, they have a couple of broadcasts. Um, pretty much tailored only, wall. pretty much tailored only to the geeks in the audience. Yes. Twenty Six Hundred, yeah. Yeah, if you know what that is, then uh, you know what the broadcasts are about, and they're very good. Um, and also some of the public radio stuff, Morning Stories, WGBH in Boston, and on the media, which is uh, WNYC. Uh, they also do their time shifting. Actually, I've noticed a lot of not just NPR outlets. Those are the ones I happen to like to listen to. But uh, a lot of the mainstream, like a lot of people have already said, oh, you know, podcasting has jumped the shark because, you know, like ABC and I guess other major, major outlets are offering it. I, I would say that's probably not the case. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's jumped the shark yet. I, I think I think it will. I, I, I definitely think it, it will. It, it will cement itself in in the mainstream. It it just makes too much sense. It you know again like TiVo. It it's one of those things that once you experience it and integrate it into your life, it it's you know it's like ripping off your arm to take it out. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> uh, you know hey. Um. Any news this week that uh, that interests you, John? Um. Yeah, there was some on our page. Um. Yeah, I think the one thing that struck me was. Uh, Dell's interest in OS ten isn't that neat. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, Michael in the past has had some not so nice things to say about Apple. Like, uh, I don't know, you know, 
that uh, you know they should close up shop and uh, you know give all the shareholders their money back. I think he said something along those lines a little while I, ago. I believe you? you're right. I don't have the quote in front of me, but uh, I certainly remember something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. So it's intriguing, though. I, I would, I don't, I can't imagine why it would, unless they only made the uh, you know MacTel as it seems to be called now, you know version uh, of a Mac. And I don't know why Apple would want to license that out to Dell, though. I'm sure Dell could do it for for as little as as anybody. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and you know, to to be fair, Dell actually makes a decent machine. It's not sexy. It's you know, it, you're not you don't want to look at it. it. It there's no design element to it that's at all attractive. But as far as a reliable PC, if you've got to point somebody towards a Windows machine. At least mm-hmm. when I do, I point them to Dell. It, they're they're reliable stuff. I mean, it's not perfect. Nothing's perfect, but I, I like the Dell machines for for what they are. Uh, if you want a laptop, eh, well, mm-hmm. some of their newer stuff, the the six hundred isn't so bad. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, 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 nobody but Apple, and and I I don't even really include Sony in this. Uh, but nobody but Apple really gets the whole design thing, and and we can credit that to you know those two maniacs at Apple. Of course, Steve Jobs at the helm and Jonathan Ive uh, steering things along. So, you know, that's just the way it Yeah, goes. I'd agree with you. Yeah. I just popped a drive in a Dell box in the uh, workplace the other day. And, uh, you it's know, it slid open. It actually had extra rails. Yep. It had all the connectors. Had to juggle things around a bit because the cables were a little too short. But um, And they had serially a TA and uh, IDE in there. That, yep. that was actually kind of interesting. Yeah, so, that's uh, not bad. Okay. I, I, I before we wrap things up, I, I want to rant about something that's that that's not Mac related. But rant on. Uh, well, but it's a good rant, right? It's it's singing the praises. As as probably as none of you know, but uh, my we are in the process of of relocating in my uh, I knew. my my family and I. You know that that's right, John. And one of the stupid things we did, and we've done many, many stupid things. One of the stupid things we did was agreeing to sell our washer and dryer with our current house. And so that means we have to, in addition to buying everything else we need to buy for the new house, we have to buy a washer and a dryer. So my wife went down to Sears and she checked things out and decided what she wanted to get and came home and showed me. And, you know, after I picked myself up off the floor looking at the price. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the how much these things cost. We went and ordered it online, and, you know, it worked out great. You pick a delivery time, yada, yada, yada. Great. Order it, charge your card, dink, done. And then about three days later, my wife got an email that said, the dryer that you ordered, which was for $429, bucks, is been discon- has been discontinued and is no longer available, will never be available. The... The, a comparable model, which is really not comparable, is a step up, is four ninety nine, and that's really the only other thing we have that, that comes close to matching what you wanted. And then mm-hmm. the email said, if you respond in the next three to five days, whatever it was, some you know limited but but not ridiculous time period, uh-huh. we'll give you the four ninety nine dryer for four twenty nine. And wow. I would expect that if I was in the store, right? I mean, Sears has always gotten the whole customer service thing. But to see someone, a company that, you know, basically could arguably be the definition of brick and mortar, to see them mm. totally grok the whole on how to do business online thing it, it is just fantastic. It really I, – I just didn't expect it out of them. It was a pleasant surprise. I, it, I, I just – I was amazed and – 
I felt like I wanted to mention it, so I needed to mention it. I needed to well, get it out. It was a out. good rant. It was a good. I told you it was okay. a good rant when I started. Because you have the bad rants, but well, those, you know, those will come. They'll come. They we'll will. We both have those. <laughs> well, uh, do you have anything else to uh, to report this evening, John? Um, only other thing I noticed is uh, a lot of the uh, Tiger users don't have to worry too much. I've been running the. Uh, Cisco VPN client and notes, and uh, also Microsoft Remote Desktop, very handy for uh, accessing a remote network. So absolutely, uh, they've uh, upgraded all of those, or they work just fine with uh, Tiger, as Tiger. far as I can tell. Yep, yep, so, uh, absolutely, that's good to know. But that's about that's it on good. my end, Dave. All right, well, uh, thank you for listening. We uh, will have all the links that we mentioned, of course, in the show notes here. Being that we are a new podcast, uh, we have registered with all of the various directories out there. And I'm not going to yet ask you to go and, and vote for us there. We'll, we'll leave that till the first of the month when, when we can actually get in on that stuff. But uh, for now, we'll, we'll retain our, our, uh, our, our sanity here and simply tell you that we are out there. You can find us. You can post comments there. Of course, you can post comments at the, the, the podcast page on TMO which is where you got this from to begin with. And if you didn't, it'll be linked from the homepage of TMO. And TMO, of course, for those of you that don't know, is the Mac Observer or MacObserver.com. Comments can be sent to MacGeekGab at MacObserver.com. And I think that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, folks. We uh, certainly appreciate you tuning in. Please do send us comments. Please send us ideas. We look forward to hearing everything that you have to say. Good night. Everything. Everything. Thanks. Happy geeking. <laughs>